Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Social Hype Podcast, appropriately named the Hypecast. Uh, as a little introduction, this is a small, laid-back kind of podcast hoping to help small businesses in growing their social media uh, streams and help to uh, get some businesses that are a little bit new who maybe can't afford uh, a social media coordinator into that kind of realm as it's just super important and crucial. So uh, getting started, uh, Social Hype is the name of my business, really small business, uh, mostly a social media consulting agency, uh, hoping to work with these small businesses. We're located in Los Angeles, and we're just trying to slowly make a name and grow into uh, getting to know more businesses, help out. Uh, in the small business community here in LA. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. So first things first, why is social media important? Uh, social media, a lot of people will call it the new TV. Um, there's a couple of reasons for that. Uh, there's always been in the form of, you know, uh, information and entertainment consumption, there's always been uh, a new dog. And that can change, you know, in a decade, that can change over, you know, 100 years or so. So what everyone used to say is that TV was the new radio. When radio was big, everybody got radio and everybody consumed their information that way. Uh, And then TV came out and disrupted that market. Um, That took over. And now we're seeing social media being the new TV, so to speak. A big aspect of that too is that it just, it's uh, all demographics uh, are on social media. Uh, Will it be one form or another, one platform or another, or on multiple platforms? Um, but you can really connect with everybody, uh, especially for small businesses, through social media. Uh, Facebook ads and Google AdWords, and uh, there are a lot of campaigns you can run uh, for not very expensive at all that can help you target these groups. Uh, really accurately. Uh, And that's the kind of one of the bigger things that I don't think a lot of businesses understand. Um, When social media first came out, it used to be a, like, look at the early days of Facebook. It would be, you'd go on Facebook, you would have friends and followers and uh, family members, and you would post on your page and the people who followed you saw the content. Um, A lot of people still think that's kind of the way it is. And the thing about that is, it's super different now. Um, social media has adapted just as TV did, just as radio did, uh, very dramatically. Uh, and so the, the way Facebook and other social media platforms operate now is far different from those early days of just simply posting and then all the people who uh, interact with you would see it. Um, that's not the case anymore. Uh, a big factor is the, uh, the algorithms that these platforms use. Um, All platforms are different, and so all platforms have different um, algorithms, and that plays into not only how you see your content uh, when you go on Facebook or when you go on Instagram or Twitter, but it also plays into the fact of uh, how can you get your voice heard. Uh, For a small business, that's really crucial, Uh, especially for a small business that doesn't have a lot of money to spend on advertising. You don't see a lot of small businesses putting in ads for TV commercials, regardless of if they think that it's worth it or not. 
And that's because they simply don't have the money. So a lot of the social media that's done under these small businesses is a really straightforward, hey, we have a Facebook page. Hey, we have a Twitter page. Maybe even we have an Instagram page. Uh, and then we'll just post semi-regularly. And we'll hope that that gets us new clients. We'll hope that that will bring uh, people in to buy our product or will uh, inform people of our brand and that somehow we can turn them into a customer and keep our business going. The nice part about that is that these social media platforms are free. So there is an innate value in simply creating an account and posting and following people and uh, pitching your group in like Facebook groups or using hashtags uh, to try to you know get an organic reach out to your consumer. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But the big thing is going back to those algorithms that we talked about a little bit ago. Uh, those algorithms have really halted the process of being able to get that organic reach. Where it used to be, you know, everyone was in a big room together and if you could yell loud enough, then you would be heard. Uh, it's not the case anymore. So the fact is that to really use your small business uh, budget, whatever it may be, whether it be 20 bucks or, you know, $20,000, uh, the, the really crucial thing is to know your demographic. And that's obviously key for all advertising. Um, but it's really crucial for social media as you can get a lot done with $100, um, which is kind of unheard of, if, especially if you think about the other ways to put out advertising. Um, you know, what kind of billboard can you put up for a hundred bucks? Uh, what TV commercial are you going to get for a hundred bucks? Um, you can get a lot of things done with just a hundred dollars on Facebook ads, for instance. Um, knowing your demographic, and the best thing about this is even if you don't know your demographic, even if you are really, you know, baseline starting off and you're selling t-shirts and, um, Say it's a t-shirt and it's like, be creative. Like that's the, the phrase, the slogan for your business. Um, you have no idea who that's going to appeal to. Everybody wears t-shirts at one point or another. Uh, what you can do is create an ad campaign, kind of pick your demographic that you think you're going to apply to, uh, and then you can run a campaign. And then at the end of that campaign, uh, let's say you did, you know, $50 worth of sale. Uh, you spend $100 on it, let's say, you know, so you lost $50. Um in most situations, that would be a net loss, but it might not actually be because you get all the analytics from that campaign. You saw how well that demographic worked and you saw, or for instance, how poorly um, that campaign worked. And so if you go in the next time, you can rewire it, choose your demographic a little differently, uh, run another campaign against uh, using different uh, factors that your first campaign did not use, and then you can compare the two, contrast. And that way you really get to figure out your demographic specifically, which is huge for small businesses. Uh, large businesses, maybe they can waste $20,000 on a failed campaign. A small business really can't. And so that's something that you can get a lot of information, learn a lot about your consumer based off of a really simple Facebook ad campaign and not spend a lot of money at all. So that's really crucial. That's kind of the one of the main reasons why social media is so important for the new age of, of small businesses. So next we're going to kind of go into the, the holy trinity, I like to call it, 
of social media platforms. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all good for very different things, but all kind of crucial for small businesses starting up and who are trying to get their name or their brand or their their, um, product out there. So Facebook, we talked a little bit about in the last segment. Uh, It's really the go-to. You know, despite what you might be hearing about Facebook, they've had a little bit of scandal in the past, things like that. They really are the best platform for a small business. And that's for a couple different reasons. Um, One, it is the oldest platform. It is the social network. And because of that, even if somebody is not that active on their Facebook page anymore, and let's say it's a millennial or um, a Gen Z a Gen Z person who uh, had a Facebook page, you know, in like 2012, 2009 or something, and they are not on it. They're far more active on Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat. Um, that's fine. You still get a lot of access to people, even if it's not that often. And while if you're really trying to target Gen Zers, you might want to look at something like TikTok or a Snapchat or Twitter more often, uh, Facebook still has access to a lot of that demographic. And that's a, a spot where you can go, especially going back to what we were saying before, if you really don't know your demographic too well, that's a great way to fi- uh, figure it out. And you can access, you have the potential to access all demographics on this platform. Uh, that being said, also, it's definitely the best platform for older generations. Um, baby boomers uh, and older are very active on Facebook, and they're also the generations with the most free cash. So if that's a demographic that it at all is you, you kind of what you're looking for, what you're trying to target with your business, then that's something that can be really advantageous to go into and access and kind of make that your focal point of your social media strategy. Uh, Instagram, uh, I think, is the second most important. Uh, very different from Facebook in the fact that it is so much more passive in nature. Uh, if you post on Instagram, um, y- you know, your content, regardless of how robust it is, if you have a lot of copy uh, or text, another word for text, uh, in that post, or you have a long video that you're posting, it doesn't really matter. The whole platform is really based to just kind of be swiped through very quickly. So it's very aesthetic-based. Um, that's something where you really kind of talked about the psychology of How do you grab someone's attention? You know, how do you use uh, really high quality visuals or how to use really good sound to capture somebody and get them hooked very quickly and hopefully get them to stay in there? It's also not as great for clicking through to a link. If you want to sell T-shirts or shoes or any uh, physical product, it's going to be really tough on Instagram specifically. Uh, You can showcase really great designs that's something really fantastic. You can really get your brand and your image out there uh, to try to maybe target and get a hold of as a consumer later, get them to buy, uh, buy your product later. However, it doesn't have, it's not as great of a function in terms of clicking through. Facebook, every single post, you can have a link, regardless of how many people can see that post, whoever does has a link that they can click going directly to um, you know, a shopping cart where they can buy your, uh, your item online or directly to your website if you're trying to, you know, funnel them that way. Uh, Instagram's a lot more tough. You can put a website in your bio. However, most people are not going to go and click through your bio, especially if it's a brand that they don't know. So the really great thing to focus on with Instagram is uh, branding and aesthetic-based content. 
So if you have really great visuals, if you have a product that looks really great or you have great access to a photographer, uh, videographer, anything like that, um, designer, artist, uh, that's a platform that can really function well on aesthetic-based content. So that's where I would really focus on Instagram if it's at all relatable to your product. And lastly is Twitter. Uh, Twitter's very interesting. It definitely had more of a heyday um, in the past, like four years ago or so, um, but it's still very active. What we've kind of seen Twitter go more toward is really quick info, very quick based. I mean, small, short tweets. Uh, tweets can't be very long anyway. So really quick content. Um, hashtags are huge. Uh, also for Instagram, they're huge, but Twitter, it really kind of started that hashtag uh, um, society <laughs> that uh, where hashtags can be so important. It can be a great way for people to discover you. Um, but sports uh, and news have really benefited lately. Uh, a lot of that because you can put in a lot of stats, you know, for your favorite basketball player, a lot of stats for your team, things like that for sports. And also news, it's great. I mean, if you want a really quick CNN update on like a headline or, um, you know, if you want to hear from a politician on a quick message, uh, Twitter's a, a great platform for really quick content. So short messages uh, are huge. Quick updates, especially if you start to gather a following. Uh, and another great thing, uh, Twitter is a great thing to follow if you want to follow, let's say, your competitors. Or you want to follow a business that you want to be more like. Um, those quick updates kind of give you, uh, on a well-run Twitter account, it gives you a lot of information on how other businesses might be running and how they're engaging. Um, while that's true for all of them, it can, you can get a lot of information out of Twitter very quickly. So I would use that to your benefit as a small business owner and grab some information, see how they're interacting um, and uh, make sure to create some quick copy. I mean, you can create this stuff on a lunch break. You can create, create a uh, day's worth of tweets on a lunch break, um, even shorter. Just really short copy, quick messages, updates, and uh, posting links and a lot of photos and videos as well are huge. So that's the first uh, hype cast, the, the first podcast for uh, social hype. Um, thank you guys for listening so much. And uh, you can always go to uh, socialhype.biz for more information. Um, social hype, you know, Facebook page, Instagram page, uh, Twitter page. Um, get more info. We're going to hopefully be posting a lot more podcasts and try to talk about things that hopefully a lot of small business owners can really benefit from. Um, you know, social media is not that complicated. It just takes a little bit of uh, getting used to. And uh, hopefully we can be a platform to provide that. So thank you guys for listening and uh, have a good one. Yeah.